Caught up on episode three there, Jason. I am cool. I, it it took everything to not catch up on more episodes. I know it's right? real hard. Oh my god. <laughs> oh it, yeah, and Netflix makes it too freaking easy, man. Like y'all, it it just goes to the next one. You have to actively go up there and tell it no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it requires action not to continue. <laughs> Right. Netflix tried to start playing it, and I was like, do I want to let it go? <laughs> let it go. Do let I want to let it go? <laughs> Don't you bis- disuse Elsa for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about other Disney things. It seems to fit. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. And uh, it's, the little bit of Frozen I was able to make it through before I, my brain absolutely protested and I fell asleep. I. It seemed to like draw every other Disney property into its little canon, didn't it? Like there's all the other Disney movies are involved. I yeah. never I never saw Frozen, so I don't even know. He's right. Oh man. <laughs> That's good for you. Cool. But yeah, they pulled in a bunch of other Disney properties. Why not pull Jessica Jones in too? Now that makes it right. It might be a little dark I for the yeah, Elsa world. A dark for the Elsa world. Um <laughs> or for the animated Disney world at all. <laughs> That's for the rewatchability when you get older. I wonder if it was as good as it was. Oh, my God, it's darker than I remember. Right. <laughs> um, I, but I, I support it. I support it. Just have a movie. Have like It's like once in a, you know, what, what's that show on ABC? Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Yeah. We have all the, all there the, 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 just have all of those characters. It's like every mythology you've ever known just in yeah. one show. Every, every like friendly Disney mythology and then Jessica Jones. Yeah. <laughs> just lots of, right. lots of really sex raunchy sex. Uh, with, right. with Luke Cage. Yeah, that's what this episode felt like. A yeah, lot. it really did. This epi- <laughs> which I, I almost brought up on our, on, on yesterday's episode. Like, what are they gonna? What is their response gonna be? Are they gonna have a little exposition about like their their powers? Are they gonna talk about their past? Are they gonna? No, they're just gonna realize they can have sex with each other harder, <laughs> and they're gonna have all the sex. <laughs> like that was absolutely what happened. Yep, they're having. All of it. Absolutely they are. We did a little non-traditional start on this one because I was just enjoying the conversation. Uh, welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And with us today, from the DC On Screen podcast, which you should all check out, is Jason Goss. Welcome, Jason. Hi. Hello. Welcoming him over Skype today uh, to talk about what, what, what we're discussing today is episode three of Jessica Jones. It was it was uh, uh AKA it's called whiskey. It was a pretty big episode. That's what she said. Hey oh right. <laughs> Subtitles all the sex. Uh yeah, we we got a couple of the quippy lines in this episode. She also said the uh that were from the trailer like um I feel like after this episode we have seen everything almost everything from the trailer. Yeah, yeah, almost. Almost. Uh, there's still a couple yeah, of explosions so, that haven't happened. Yeah, like there, there's the one, there's one major scene that still hasn't happened that I'm that's still sticking in my head from the trailer, and that's the like uh, cops holding guns on each other. Oh yeah, scene. yeah. Like that's going to be intense. Ooh. But uh, this one, re- this this episode had the, all the little quips like uh, uh, Pilates. Yeah, <laughs> through the guy, it's like Pilates. You know, um, 
whenever the cop in this episode was walking away from Trisha's apartment, mm-hmm. I was so expecting him to go back to the station. I was too. And for her to follow and that be the scene. I was like, are we going to, is this the whole trailer right here? Yeah. Like, is this whole thing right? happening now? Yeah. I, I really thought she, she was going to follow him and then Kilgrave was really going to have the drop on her because he was going to follow her. She was going to follow him back into the station and everyone was going to be holding guns on each other. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. So, so lots of sex. That would have been a hell of a cliffhanger too for the next episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we're going to get it soon. Cause I think they're, it seems like they are trying to work through everything that was in the trailer. So we get into where we're just like, Uncharted territory. Yeah. So I think this next right. episode we may get that scene, which would be cool. You know, thinking about it now, like as much as we've seen in three episodes, there was a lot of stuff that happened in the trailer. Like there were a lot of little bitty clips here and there that were just like all over the place, scattered, and you just sure. there's so much that it yeah. that it that it touched on. It, yes, but also the fact that they seem to have already burned through most of it. Yeah. Shows that it wasn't that much. I yeah. Think, I think we're gonna get some well, changes I mean, up in the content. When you get when you get like a two minute trailer for a two hour movie, you go through a lot of stuff that's in the movie. Sure, but when you have thirteen hours of content and you have a two minute trailer, like, that's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Absolutely. I, yeah, I don't even think you've really hit the meat of this story yet. No, not at all. Yeah, we barely. We the, just now been piddling for three episodes. Really. Yeah, we just now get get Kilgrave's face in real time. Right. Yes. Like he's only right. been seen in flashbacks up until this point. Yeah, and that's one of the big and... parts of this episode is he stands up and is like, oh, she knows I'm here. You have that policeman <laughs> to still work with. He's trying to kill himself. I, I, yeah. I loved his look, too. Like, he kind of, oh, David Tennant, so good. He says so much with just his eyes. It's one nod, and he's good. Yep. One nod. He did everything he had to do. He did. He looked at her. He looked delighted and surprised that she was there. And then right. he kind of, like... Gave her a little like, eh? What about that guy? <laughs> like it wasn't he, he didn't even point. He he like very subtly just kind of nodded his head, and she's like, "What? Oh, gotta gotta get this guy." Damn cop! <laughs> Why can't you just pass out yet? Right. So he, I I wonder. I, I, she said in an earlier episode that Kilgrave's powers dissipate over time. Time and distance. Time and distance. I was curious about that. Like when I was a little worried when when he called Trish on the radio show, which was insane, really creepy. Yep, I did not expect that. I knew that she was going to like incur his wrath based on what she was saying. Yeah, I did not expect expect her to him to, to call and say like what what did he say? That would be is like the height of stupidity. Something about like. Yeah, if you were uh, if you were actually talking about someone that's what, a sadistic, corrosive person like this, wouldn't it be bordering on uh, stupid or something like yeah. that? Actually, bordering on true stupidity. You're supposed to, oh gosh. Yeah, and I think he said like, "Damn, self preservation." I guess. Yeah, self preservation. Oh. Be damned. Yeah. There we go. It was just the creepiest thing. He gets under your skin. You know, they're they're doing a really good job with this one. Of like, it's a psychological thriller, and the. Um, the villain fits the psychological thriller rather than it being like a uh, a gritty, just imposing figure like like Kingpin was in Daredevil. Right. This guy's just really, really, really creepy. Like makes your skin crawl creepy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, I think I would rather take my chances with Kingpin. Right. Because I know what he can do. <laughs> I know that if I just stay out of his range of motion... I might survive this. He doesn't look like a runner. Maybe I can run. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I gotta say, though, I don't look like a runner either. <laughs> I, think, I think Kingpin would have me. I think you, you stand a chance, Maybe you can out-grapple him. I don't know. I, at least it's tangible, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than it just being like, you're going to serve me. Oh, God. Yes, I am. <laughs> right. I love this. Ugh. Him as a villain, it, it seems like the kind of thing, even on Daredevil, that they might have only done for one episode. Yeah. Uh, the idea of having a, just having one villain for an entire series. And we're, uh, we're only on episode three, so they could that could change. But... Uh, they're they're already developing multiple heroes. Yeah. So there could be multiple uh, villains develop as well. And they mention their tie-in to the Avengers, you know. And, and it, yes. honestly, it's the it's the first mention that I can remember of somebody relating themselves to the Hulk rather than Iron Man or Thor. Oh, right. Because right. Right. Green like, guy it's us, that big, that big green guy and his crew, and then there's us. And I was just like, oh, that's so nice that they mentioned the Hulk. Instead of like <laughs> Iron Man, it's cute. You know what? They're never. You're never gonna hear though. Well, there's that guy with the bow and arrow and his crew. Yeah. <laughs> he is not. Legolas is not. Uh, he's not the leader. <laughs> Clinch up, Legolas. And he's not very. Uh, he's not very visible. You know. You no. Know, to the to the public. True. True. He only really comes out in those big situations where he's needed. Where the whole crew is needed. He seems like a special ops kind of guy other yeah. than that. Well, I mean, he's in a spy organization, so. Sure. It's whatever. Anyway. Jessica Jones, episode three. Lots of sex. Yep. So much sex. Lots of boning. I thought it was Lots really funny that they broke the bed. Me too. I about died. <laughs> and then he said the line. They rolled over and he was like... Sweet Christmas. That was perfect. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I died laughing. I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. That was really great. I, I really mm. love the, um, uh, it's just say what you need to say. And then long pause. And he's like, say what you've been trying to say since we, since we met. And then he's like, is it a racial thing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But is it? <laughs> but is it? <laughs> They hit it up again later in the little, in the hallway with the little guy. They say everyone's a little bit, you know, and then he like awkwardly sits there and explains the rest of his sentence. Well, they say everyone's a little bit racist. <laughs> I thought that he was going to start singing an Avenue Q. I haven't. <laughs> I, I know, I know it, but I don't know. I haven't, don't know the song. Everyone's a little bit racist sometimes. Da 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 da. da. Doesn't mean we go around committing hate crimes. <laughs> you know. Nice. <clears throat> that that I wanted to talk about that specifically though that kind of sets up the possibility because in this episode we get a big question now who is following Jessica Jones who has been stalking her and taking all these pictures for Kilgrave oh that's a great question yeah so if everybody just makes snap judgments about everybody it could be anybody that you wouldn't expect like maybe even that looking like a drug addict guy who just kind of oh, randomly yeah. shows up in Absolutely. her life. I was thinking the same thing. Right. I was thinking the same thing. They're like Malcolm is his name. Malcolm, yeah. I, I was thinking, who in her life is going to surprise us and be a Kilgrave bot? Right. Because <laughs> someone's going to. 
Yeah, there's there's no quarter for her. I mean, it, anyone can be. Ugh. Unless there's a deaf person. And, yeah, and, and the, the Marvel Universe so far really doesn't have psionic protection as an ability that's been explored at all. So there's really, truly no one that could stop it. Yeah. I wonder... I wonder if they go the pheromone route rather than it just being like a an audible thing. Because if it's a pheromone route, then they might touch on like Daredevil's body control training, like being able to control every thing in himself. That would, that would be pretty amazing if uh, this series is all like Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Hellcat, like all these people just running from Kilgrave. And then Daredevil and then shows episode up. Episode 12 is just Daredevil showing up. And, like, kicking Kilgrave's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that would be silly. In that wonderful suit. They're changing the suit, though. We've seen pictures that it's it's getting an upgrade. Really? I think good. Marvel heard. That's good. I really hated that suit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it looked so, like, there was supposed to be such epicness to it when, it when they debuted it. Like, he stands up, and, like, he's got the great, like, awesome red and black suit on. It's supposed to be so great. And it's like, oh, yeah, that looks... So dumb. Why did they do that? I would prefer the black mask. I really liked the black right. mask. I think I fell in love with that. It, it seems so much more real. And then you throw on like an actual superhero suit, and you're like, oh, he wanted a symbol. This doesn't seem right. It did. the the black The black outfit was organic. It made all the sense in the world. Yeah. And then it almost seems silly compared to how much sense that made to go to the the. You know, the weird costumized kind of thing. Now, I will say, I felt more connected with the concept of the Daredevil suit after he goes in and talks about the devil. And, like, he talks to that priest about what the devil does and, like, how how powerful the devil can be in, like, pushing evil men onto a good path and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that right. whole thing was great. And then I just thought the suit looked super cheesy. I wanted it to be so badass. Yeah. Right after right. that conversation with the priest, but then it just didn't look. Anyway, that's I mean, not he here can't tell. Does in the comics does Jessica Jones ever have like a superhero suit? You know, after after this point, I think she has a couple though. It's kind of um, it it's I think they went all you know like normal standard spandexy with her for a lot uh, a lot of the post things. Yeah, I knew that she uh, previous to the events of this show and the Alias comic book. She ha- she was a spandex wearing like tights wearing superhero. Yeah, it was a white suit with like blue trim and a little uh, pink jewel, and she had pink hair, and yeah. that was her her. And she was she was like with the Avengers jewel. and yeah. stuff. Um, Carol Danvers was her best right. friend. Interesting. That's interesting, given that they've made this other Trish her best friend. Now, yeah. In the in this in this version. Oh oh, that's something that I wanted to touch on. I oh man, I got so excited when that guy in the station was like he followed them, and you're like everybody's thinking he's probably got a bomb in that backpack. He's gonna try to blow him up, or he's got a gun or something. And it ends up that he's trying to get an autograph from Trish, and he pulls out the comic book, and <laughs> yeah. that character in Marvel Comics, started as a comic book character and then was a uh, was an actress and then actually became a hero. And he said, I miss your red hair. And when she was Hellcat, with her like yellow spandex and blue helmet, she had red hair coming out of the back. Hmm. So like all of that was just so straight-up comic book. I loved it. I was so excited when they did that. 
That's pretty great. But in the continuity of this world, what what did he mean? I guess she used to have be on a show or yeah, I mean called it Patty. was it was the Patricia Walker comic book. Patricia Walker, okay. So or the, it might have been, some might have said Patsy Walker, but still, yeah, I think it's a Patsy Walker. It was the it was the the Patsy Walker comic book, and she had red hair in it, and she very likely in order to embody that comic book character changed her hair color to to kind of match it and you know draw in the fan base so she is the is the point that she wrote that comic she was a star in it she was the star of the comic yeah was she i it's just a little confusing because there's no, we don't have stars of comic books in today's world you know what i mean like yeah right yeah so 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 was she we actually do yaya han the famous cosplayer has her own comic book with a superpower nice. in it it's nice. just called yaya han all right that's pretty cool yeah nice yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, that's that's really cool. I I didn't know any of that. Um, Just a little comics depth. So, wh- is there anything we've missed talking? Well, we we, didn't, we haven't touched on it at all. The huge news that she killed Luke's Luke Cage's wife. Yeah, Reva Connors, right. who's actually um, I had to look it up because I did not recognize that character at all. But she was originally in the Luke Cage continuity before he became Luke Cage, back when he was Carl Lucas. She was his girlfriend from high school, and I think they had gotten engaged. And the way that she died in the comics was that um, the guy that was in love with her, but she didn't love him as much as she loved Carl Lucas, he framed Luke Cage by hiding drugs in his apartment. And they were drugs that were owned by the Magia, which that gang is going to show up in Agent Carter, so like missed opportunity there. But um, drugs that were owned by the Magia, so they came hunting Willis and ended up finding Riva and killed her instead. And like that's what that's how she was killed in the comics. And Luke was taken, like Luke, since he was framed and had the drugs, he was taken to prison. And then when in prison, was experimented on gotcha, and yeah. got his powers. Okay. Uh, well, in this, Jessica Jones punches through her chest. Yeah. Yeah. That's really intense. Stops her heart or whatnot. Um, and, and we get the full scene where Jessica Jones starts to just wander off. Uh, did, so are we, to, are we to kind of believe that's the first time he had her kill, you think? Mm, maybe. Can't be the first time. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I absolutely could. It just doesn't seem like his style. He's very killy. Well, I guess, like, the way she reacts to it. You know, she talks about how she fought... Uh, her hope in this episode talks about how she fought and fought and fought to try to resist his right. power. And when he told her to kill, she fought harder than ever, and she still couldn't stop it. Yeah, um, right, right. And she could hear a small voice of herself, you know, whatever. Um, it, it seemed like in that moment where he tells her to kill this kill this lady on the street, which we still don't know why, right? Yeah, all yeah. he said was take care of her. Yeah, just take care of her. No real backstory to it yet. Yeah. yeah. And, and we might get something, but I'm a little worried that's just where they're going to leave it. Is that he just told her to kill, which is, is enough. Um, but, but I think I – think, and then she starts to wander off and kind of not listen to him, as we talked about uh, in a previous episode. Yeah. Um, at least for a second. It seems like she's in a daze. Uh, it seems like maybe she was fighting really hard to get out of his power there. Yeah, it looked like she kind of stood over her like, oh, my God, I just killed this person. Mm-hmm. I, I I have to stumble like everyone does. I have to stumble. And then bus happened. And then bus. And 
why does the bus flip? It looked like the bus tried to turn really hard and then like to avoid Jessica Jones and the Watching watching Kilgrave get bounced off that bus was <laughs> hilarious. I thought that they were going to do it again. I was waiting for it. I yeah, like, come no, on, bus. Like, Show us bus. <laughs> um, Daddy needs a new pair of bus. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like that, who she killed is the is the really important part that adds the yes. complexity. Oh yeah, to it, which is probably why she was in the first place watching him. Yeah. She wanted so, to apologize, but yeah. she didn't know how. And she did it by taking pictures creepily. Well, she probably wanted to apologize and then obsessed. She, I think she at least wants to keep track of him. Just that the overwhelming guilt portion of the show. I don't even know if she has a real end game with it. It just seemed like she wanted to keep tabs and kind of know he was okay. Yeah, I think so too. And I definitely don't think she expected to get in a relationship with him. Uh, which is why, oh, God, no. which is why, when she sees that picture in the medicine cabinet, she's like, "Ah, oh, what am I doing?" And she starts to cry yeah. and run out. She literally goes outside and throws up. She feels so bad. Oh, that's you know? right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, how do you think Luke Cage is going to react? Oh man, when he finds out that uh, she killed his wife. I want to say poorly. <laughs> yeah, like money's on poorly, but we're, there's no he, there's no understanding of just how poorly yet. Yeah. Right. And he he's also a pretty well-adjusted guy so far. There's I mean there's I guess the outside chance that he just kind of rolls with it, explores the whole motion and and goes with it. I mean the only thing they've done is when they're talking about uh mind control, he doesn't seem willing to really believe that. Yeah, which, so when she says I didn't do it, it was him, she's not he's not really going to believe her. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. going to be the hard part to overcome for him. And I, I didn't right. realize until just now talking about it, that's what she was fishing for in that conversation. Yeah. Cuz we hadn't seen yeah. yet that that's what she had done, but she when she's like, "Can't why can't you believe this? Why can't you believe this is possible? Um why can't you believe me?" Um and he was like, "I believe you'd believe you I would believe that you believe it." Um that's that's her like begging him to believe in Kilgrave so that she can come clean with him, you know? Yeah. Uh, right, right. And I mean it's not it doesn't seem like it's that far outside of the scope of possibility with there being like the Avengers and them in the world. Like sure. these things <laughs> can happen. But then, you know, I mean, he Loki had a mind control stick for a while, did he not? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we when you look at stuff like that, though, we just don't know how much of that made that information made it out to the public, right? Know? Right. Like, how much do they know yeah. that he was mind controlling people? Well, um, right, right. There is the uh, there's the the radio show that was happening um, in the background when she went to the convenience store. Oh yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> that was, that was and, super um, fun. The way that he was saying it is like ever since this group saved the city. Now we, you know, we have people coming out of the woodwork saying that, you know, all these people have the powers and like, she's right. People just don't want to believe that anybody more than that little group of Avengers has powers. Right. So. It, it's a terrifying notion. Yeah. It really is. And then like, that doesn't just apply to people that have powers. Like, or right. the, that doesn't just apply to people who don't have powers. The people that have powers want nobody else to have powers, especially one so terrifying as to make people do something they don't want to do. Right. Make people murder. <laughs> right. Their own parents. Like, yeah. that's. Yeah. Like, the, the idea of having Kilgrave, say, in control of Bruce Banner should send oh. a chill down oh, his Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's awful. Ugh. Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> 
What color is purple and green when you blend it? I don't even know. <laughs> ugly? A lot. Ugly and, and detrimental. Really dark gray. <laughs> detrimental. Really dark gray. Oh, man. It's a, it's a color your soul never quite recovers from seeing. <laughs> I don't know. Gray Hulk. Scary. That's where you get gray Hulk. Yeah. Purple and green. Actually, yeah. Yeah. But it's more of a, it's a gray because the, like, the colorist protests and refuse to you that color. Just, nope, we're going gray. Fuck that. I'm not <laughs> All right. Oh, well, man. I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to cover on this episode. Anything you guys feel like we missed? No. I got all the little things that I thought about in the shower out. <laughs> you you uh, thought about this episode in the shower, thing, did you? Yeah, man. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, <laughs> on that note, thanks for coming on, Jason. Tell tell the people where they can find more of your stuff. Look, man. Um, DCOnScreen dot com, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Um, man, and God, we're gonna have everything you got. If like, we obviously we love the Marvel stuff, but we're busy. There's so much DC right now. Yeah, I can't. I can't keep up. I listen to every one of your podcasts, or I try, and I can't keep I, up at this point. <laughs> I can't. I can't get around to it either at this point. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> we like I'm we not... get the editing done, get it on, and then we've got more shows to watch. <laughs> well, uh, well, I thank... swear, at that point, I would just be talking out of my ass about like I would read the review of something that that came on, like not be able to watch it, and just like take all of their stuff. Oh gosh. Uh, oh yeah, that's... that that is that is absolutely tempting. That's the lack of integrity you get here at the MCU cast, but not on the DC on screen podcast. <laughs> no, man. They watch everything. They watch all of these episodes. And I mean, like, what, you guys doing, like, five episodes a week at this point? Yeah, right now it's News, uh, news Supergirl, Gotham, Arrow, and The Flash. And then, uh, you know, that's all going to kind of winny and weigh a little bit as the seasons end. Like, you know, you got Gotham's midseason finale in two weeks. You got the crossover in two weeks of there and The Flash. Uh, Supergirl's got about two more weeks on it itself. I mean, and then, you mean you guys get a couple days off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, finally. Finally. Yeah, but then you got Legends of Tomorrow coming out. But yeah, it's going to come back stronger. We'll, end up, we'll be doing six episodes a week by the time L.O.T. comes out. Oh, man. Man. And then just when we've rested, come on, we got BVS in March. Yeah. Batman first freaking Superman in March. I'm sure that's going to be huge for you guys. I hope I hope, I hope uh everybody check them out. They 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 they're great. I enjoy their casting a lot. Um, Thank you, man. I'm glad we don't have so much work to do so that I can actually watch everything that we <laughs> we pick, we partake in. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, well, you know, it's probably not that much more stuff than when if once you add in the Netflix stuff, we probably have pretty close to that content. <laughs> uh, but we yeah, just, when Netflix drops thirteen hours on y'all at the same at, at yeah. once, yeah, we have like little sprints, and they're just a marathon runner. Right. Yeah, yeah, y'all are doing suicide sprints. We're just marathon runners. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely true. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, I think we're gonna head out. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with Forty Five Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Uh, check out all the other Giant Size Team Up Network shows. And if you want to f- reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, uh, or just call us at 573-CAST-MCU. Uh, we would love to talk to you soon. Uh, have a good day. Until next time, true believers. <laughs> <laughs>